Welcome to the Covenant People's Ministry. Jesus once told Satan that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We invite you to study the scriptures with us to learn about the words of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our pastor is Mr. Jeremy Visser from Brooks, Georgia. You can contact us with your questions and comments at covenantpeoplesministry.org or simply write to Covenant People's Ministry, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia 30205. If you desire, you can also follow us on YouTube and Twitter. We would like to hear from you, and we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that His will will continue to reign upon us all. Once again, welcome to the Covenant People's Ministry, and here is Pastor Visser with our next Bible study. Good evening, faithful listener. This is Pastor Visser from CPM in Brooks, Georgia, bringing you another study into false prophets. Now, I think we should point out that it was Yahshua Messiah who told us how to discern the false prophets. For example, in St. Matthew chapter 7, beginning in verse 15, and this evening I'll be reading from the Amplified King James Version, Christ says, Beware! of false prophets, who come to you dressed as sheep, but inside they are devouring wolves. You will fully recognize them by their fruits. Do people pick grapes from thorns, or figs from thistles? Even so, every healthy or sound tree bears good fruit, worthy of admiration. But the sickly, decaying, worthless tree bears bad or worthless fruit. A good, healthy tree cannot bear bad or worthless fruit, nor can a bad, diseased tree bear excellent fruit, worthy of admiration. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. Therefore, you will fully know them by their fruits. Now, several points, I feel, should be brought forth from what Yahshua Messiah is saying here. He's telling you first and foremost, beware, meaning be aware of false prophets. Why does he say that? Because they come to you in sheep's clothing. Understand that Jesus Christ doesn't say the false prophet's going to come in and he's going to be atheistic. He's going to deny God. He's going to be a red-suited, pitchfork-yielding demon. Rather, he says first and foremost, be aware. Be aware of what's around you. Use your discernment. And how do we discern? By fruits. A polite way of saying works. He says, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing. What's that mean? That means they outwardly appear to be a sheep. Remember that Jesus Christ said, my sheep hear my voice. Remember that Yahweh God in the Old Testament says that his people are like sheep headed for the slaughter. Time and time again, we see this concept of Israelites being sheep within Scripture. Well, a false prophet wants to come in and give the illusion that he's a Christian. Just like Satan when he beguiled Eve all the way back in the beginning. Acting as if he was one of them, saying, Yea, hath God said. Well, if we use Yahshua Messiah's advice here, we won't be misled. He brings forth a straightforward teaching. A good tree brings forth good fruit. That should be common sense. But a bad tree brings forth bad fruit. Now, 
It is Yahshua Messiah who will say adherence to Yahweh's law is so integral, so important. Because it's through that that we're able to discern who is who and who is false. And I can confirm that by continuing reading. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Now, how do you do the will of Yahweh God? I mean, it's a straightforward question. It's codified within the law. The law represents the will and or desire and want of Yahweh God for his people and his earth and us nationally. Christ says, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, meaning not everyone who professes to be a Christian can enter into the kingdom of Yahweh God. And of course, he goes on to say that. And you've heard me preach this before. For example, in verse 22 of St. Matthew chapter 7, Christ continues, Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done mighty works in your name? And I will say unto them openly and publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who act wickedly, disregarding God's commands. So understand that Jesus Christ did not do away with the law. Yahshua Messiah says that in order to inherit the kingdom and to be found worthy, we must adhere to God's will or His law. And, just as I taught in sermons past, the only way to know the false prophet is to use common sense. For example, if God's law says slander and gossip are forbidden, well, that means that that's a bad fruit, a bad work, if we engage within it. So a man can come along and say, I'm Christian all day, but if he's out there blaspheming and violating the law of God, that's how you know. Not if they come forth and put forth a feel-good premise. Not even if it sounds somewhat historical or even somewhat C.I. Fruits, dear kinsfolk, fruits. Why? Well, we're going to get to that in this evening's study, but I want you to pay close attention. And I want you to also to understand before we go any further that Exodus chapter 20, verse 16 says, Thou shalt not bear false witness. Now, that encompasses all form of untruth, all form of dishonesty. Yahweh God doesn't have to come out and say, Don't tell a lie. He says, don't bear false witness in any regard. That means do not tell an untruth. That means do not say Yahweh God has said when he hasn't. And that means you must not deny Christ through your lifestyle. Why? Because that's another way of bearing false witness. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is something that the Pharisees had down pat. So did the Sadducees. And so it stands today. They can talk a good game, but Jesus Christ wants you to know, no matter how good a game they talk, it's all about what they do. We cannot violate the law of God and profess Yahshua Messiah out of the same exact mouth. Now, before I get to the girth of this evening's study, I want you to turn with me to the beginning of David's book of Psalms. And we don't have to go too far to understand what's being said. Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed, happy, fortunate, and prosperous is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, following their advice, their plans, and purposes, nor stands submissive and inactive 
in the path where sinners walk, nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather. Now, King James is much shorter. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Ungodly are the lawless. They are they who come along and deny Yahshua Messiah. Or they deny Yahweh's word. Nor standeth in the way of sinners. What is sin? It's a transgression of Yahweh's law. And that law, of course, is found right there in Exodus chapter 20, verse 16. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Now, a lot of us like to play Pharisee. We like to play judge. We come in and we say, well, Aunt Betty, she told us this untruth, but she had the best of intentions. <laughs> but when it's all said and done, Jesus Christ is the one who says, depart from me, I never knew you, you practiser of iniquity. Christ is the judge. It is up to us to discern what is true and what is not. It is up to us to incline our heart to the law of Yahweh God, because blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Why? His delight is in the law of Yahweh, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So understand, just as Jesus Christ said, if we meditate on the law, we would be able to discern the fruits, whether they are good, whether they are bad, or whether they are non-existent. And the reality of it is, is many people out there who profess to be Christian, profess to be CI, profess to be an evangelist, or don't even go by a title, have a false sense of meekness. They lure you in and they inject the poison. This is perhaps why Scripture is so adamant about teaching about the scorpion. And perhaps I'll bring forth a study on the scorpion and why Yahweh God uses it to also explain the way of the false prophet. In short, I could say this. First they get you in their clutches and then they inject you with the venom from above where you usually can't see. But of course I'll bring that forth in the future. Another confirmation for what we just read, that is, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, can be found in the words of wise King Solomon in the very next book, that is, Proverbs. But this time, chapter 14. And in Proverbs, chapter 14, verse 5, we read this. A righteous man hates lying. Stopping right there. Now you've heard me in sermons past bring forth the teaching of holy hate. And the fact that we, as Christians, are commanded to hate the wicked. This should be common sense, but yet we live in an era now where people come along and say, I don't hate anybody, and neither does anyone hate me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Covenant People's Ministry broadcast. If you have enjoyed hearing the message of the gospel and would like to be a part of our fellowship, or receive quarterly newsletters where you can order Pastor Visser's CD sermons, be sure to write to us at CPM. Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia, 30205. You can also visit us on the web at covenantpeoplesministry.net, where our extensive audio section features numerous broadcasts, or you can easily listen to Pastor Visser by Godcast through your mobile audio device. Our sermons and videos are made possible by your tithes and offerings. If you wish to support this ministry, make checks or money orders payable to Covenant People's Ministry. Your donations help us to reach the lost sheep of the house of Israel, wherever they may be found. Remember that Jesus Christ is our all. 
and is in all that have been renewed in His Holy Spirit. So we hope that you will allow Him to lead your life and help to build His church so that when He returns, you will find faith upon this earth. We urge you to be a living example of Christian faith and apply His words to your lives. It has been a pleasure to have you with us, and now we will return to Pastor Visser's Bible study message. The reality of it is, is just because you don't acknowledge your enemies or the enemies of God, doesn't make your enemies any less real. By that, I mean you'd be a fool to say you don't have enemies when Christ said that you'll be hated of the world for preaching the truth. That Yahweh God himself put that enmity between the two seeds all the way back in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. Solomon says in Proverbs chapter 13 verse 5, A righteous man hates lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and comes to shame. Now, 14 verse 5 says, A faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. Point in case, just as Jesus Christ taught. A faithful witness, that is somebody who tells the truth. They are faithful to Yahweh God, and they are fit for His use. Well, he is one who will not lie. He will tell you the truth. It's easily substantiated within the word of God. But a false witness, a polite way of saying a false prophet, he utters lies, period. That's all they can do. Now, if we go back and we read in John chapter 8, it was Jesus Christ who said that the Jew followed the father of lies. When he speaks a lie, the devil, he speaks of his own. Why? Because he is a liar and the father of it. By that, we can deduct that when the devil tells a lie, his children accept it as truth. But the children of Yahweh God are a faithful witness. They do not accept untruths. They understand that according to the Big Ten, bearing false witness and accepting false witness are violations of God's eternal law. Thus, if we want to do the will of Jesus' Father who is in heaven so we can be considered an Israelite, considered a servant to Yahweh God, then we must use discernment. Why? Well, let me get to the point that I've been making in these short sermons that have been coming forth from Covenant People's Church. So please turn with me to the Old Testament, to the book of Second Chronicles. And we're going to look at who has control over the false prophet. Because many of us fancy the false prophet sometimes stronger than Yahweh God, just as the Judeo-Christians give the devil more power than Yahweh God oftentimes. They really believe that they're dueling gods, and that Yahweh is good, and the devil is evil, and that they're warring. But the reality of it is, scripturally, Yahweh God is in control of all things. How can I say that? He's omnipotent. He is the root and the offspring of David, Jesus Christ. And he said, I and the Father are one. If we understand that Jesus Christ, in the form of Yahweh and vice versa, is in control of all things, then we will not fear the false prophet. We will not worry, and we will not fret. And that is extremely important, because we must not quench our spirit. That, in short, is what the false prophet exists to do. They slander, they talk of other men. Why? Because they want to steer you away from truth. They gossip like little hens, and they backbite, and they turn on each other eventually. Why? Because they don't have the spirit or the love of Yahweh God. They are they who follow after the false prophet. 
Remember that Second Peter chapter 2 said, Many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Indeed, he even says that they shall bring upon themselves swift destruction. So, the false prophet exists so that they can put forth damnable heresies. So that they can come along and say Jesus Christ loves everyone when Christ himself didn't even attest to that. So in Second Chronicles chapter 18, we're going to read a very short narrative as we conclude this evening's study. In Second Chronicles 18, beginning in verse 19, Yahweh said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? Question. And one spake, saying after this manner, and another saying after that manner. Then there came out a spirit, and stood before Yahweh, and said, I will entice him. And Yahweh said unto him, Wherewith? Question. A polite way of saying how. And he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And Yahweh said, Thou shalt entice him, and thou shalt also prevail. Go out and do even so. Verse 22, pay close attention. Now therefore, behold, Yahweh hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil against thee. Now for those who come in and they say Yahweh God cannot create or does not do evil, right here is one such example. Second Thessalonians chapters 10 and 11 also confirm this. But understand, Yahweh God put the lying spirit in the mouth of the false prophet. Verse 22 in the Amplified. Now, you see, the Lord put a lying spirit in the mouth of your prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning you. Yahweh God speaks evil against those who do not follow his law, those who bear false witness, which, of course, is a violation of that same said law. But just like the first two chapters of Job, just like the first three chapters of Genesis, we see that Yahweh God is in control of all evil spirits, all false prophets. But yet he is separate. The Spirit comes out and says, I will go out. Who do you think that is? I will be a lying spirit. Could that be the father of lies that Jesus Christ spoke about in John chapter 8? In the mouth of all of his prophets. Now we're dealing here with Ahab, the king of Israel. But just as I've taught in this same series, the false prophet has always existed, and the false prophet can only be discerned through using the Holy Spirit. Why? The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. A lying spirit is the spirit of error. And the spirit of error is also considered the spirit of Antichrist in Scripture. Why? Because it deters from God's law, which in short is his word. Now, we can split hairs and say the law and the statutes and the ordinances and all those things are separate. And that is a valid study. Because the reality of it is, is what Jesus Christ did away with on the cross wasn't a moralistic law. It was not the Ten Commandments that say, Thou shalt not bear false witness. It was the statutes, those blood sacrifices and rituals that were required under the Mosaic law. But the spirit of the law is just that. A lying spirit will come in and say, follow the lawless one. It doesn't matter how you live. 
You owe it to yourself, etc. The spirit of truth is going to tell you what it says within Scripture. That you'll be hated of the world for preaching the truth. That it's not a bed of roses accepting the word of God as it is plainly written, but again, the payoff is so much greater. So understand, we must be a faithful witness. We must shun lying tongues, bogus prophets, and those who bear false witness. That is codified within the word of God. So back to Matthew chapter 7 in conclusion. Christ says, beware of false prophets. How do we do that? By being awake. By staying within the word of Yahweh God and familiarizing ourselves with his will and or his law. Therefore, when the counterfeit preacher comes in and says, well, you don't have to do this or it's totally acceptable to sin, we have the upper hand. And so, until next time, dear kinsfolk, this is Pastor Visser from CPM inviting you to swing by our forums for fellowship on the World Wide Web to follow us on Twitter and or YouTube. Also, contact us by snail mail because the mailing address will be given here very shortly. Until next time, dear kinsfolk, beware the false prophet, abstain from the lying tongue, and be a faithful witness. This is Pastor Visser from Covenant People's Church in Brooks, Georgia, wishing you and yours Great studies. War for Christ. Amen. Covenant People's Ministry. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope that you have enjoyed studying with us. Remember the words that Christ has given, that wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. We hope that you will gather together with us at the online ministry's website, which is covenantpeoplesministry.com and share your Christian testimonies or ask questions and enjoy biblical fellowship. You can also order CDs of Pastor Visser's Bible Studies and enjoy many other Christian resources through the church's website or write to Covenant People's Ministry, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia, 30205. We thank you for your prayers and offerings and pray that all of you have been touched by these messages and continue to spread the word of the gospel with your friends and family. Thanks again, and may the love of Christ abide in you and yours forever and ever. Amen.